0: Here we are. Here we, here we are again. And George is not here because he had to do other things. Com, He's community community service. And, um, yeah, community, community for service. For a, uh, it, was it was just a misdemeanor. Can't talk well, about it. Well,
1: public urination, maybe I'm saying too much, but we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> the olive oil kicked in. He couldn't help himself. It did. It, it just it did. did. But we still respect <laughs> him, you know, for the most part. Oh god. Uh oh. Here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> he's being curled.
0: It's Seti Bimco part two, The Revenge. The show where we create revenge sequels
1: that nobody wanted. This time it's Personale. Did you ever meet Person Ale?
0: It's Seti Bimco, The Revenge. It's Seti Bimco part two. The there you go. Know the daydreams about revenge sequels that were never that were made. never made, and I start by picking a question out of a hat, out of a jar, and ask the question: Which one of which character in this movie is most likely to? And this week, it's the one most likely to number seven, quietly take over the world. Oh, wow! <laughs> kind, of, kind of appropriate, quietly, quietly. Huh. <laughs> Not, not, not the general, but we'll get to that. Uh, well, I got uh, your, I yeah. got your email about Hitler
1: <laughs> um, cats that look like Adolf Hitler, and there are a well, lot of them out there. Are there. Well, yeah, like I, I googled Hitler, and like it came up Hitler cat. And there's like videos and articles and pictures. I mean, there's like some like have like the hairdo. Some have the little mustache. It was really quite something. Well, this, it's quite a um, quite an array of of kitty cats right. out there that look like Adolf Hitler. Apparently, there is some sort of like sort of subgenre <laughs> fan base out there of these cats that look like Without- Hitler. Without
0: George here, we're just going to talk about yeah, know, Hitler, Hitler, Hitler,
1: Hitler, <laughs> Hitler,
0: Hitler, Hitler. <laughs> for the the audience at home, it, it was a it was a film. Uh, apparently, somewhere I don't know where this is. There's a news broadcast, and on Saturday they do the weather. This woman does the weather, uh, and this guy. It's, just, it's called Catterday weather, and the woman was apologizing because each week someone sends in the picture of their cat, and the week before someone's sending their little cat. It's all white and it's got a little black mark under its nose. It looks like a mustache. And their, the name of the cat was Kittler. Kittler. She was apologizing. Yes. I'm sorry about uh, know, sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and, what, and, what they and, and unfortunately they were in it during Passover. And, you know, so it's like, man, you know, I mean, geez, <laughs> you're getting ready to sit down to Seder with the family and they pop up. I mean, that just ruins, that just ruins the high holidays. If, if you ask
0: me, you know what I'm saying? I was wondering what if Kitler had an emergency and you run to the vet and the vet is Doctor Schwartzman Dr. Shor- and you interrupted his Yom Kippur for your <laughs> right, emergency. Exactly, you'd be like, "No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the cat's." His name is is Mickey. It's, it's but you know, it,
1: I did a little more research, and there is actually a history of animals that look like author- oh, no. authoritarian despots. <laughs> um, from Italy, there was the Mussolini Mastiff. Um, the the Mussolini Mastiff, you know, the dog, the Mastiff mm-hmm. looked just like just look oh, like just, looked just like then from uh, Chile. There was the Pinochet Pekingese. Um from the former Soviet <laughs> okay. Union. There was the mm-hmm. Joseph Stalin Springer Spaniel. And uh, okay. then there was my personal favorite from Cambodia, the Pol Pot Bellied Pig. <laughs> These
0: were all real. You look these they up. They were all real. <laughs> and the guy <got laughs> was on the
1: internet. It must be true. Yes. It was on Fox News. It was on Fox, Fox <laughs> News. <internet. laughs> and on the internet. So it must be true. <laughs> what was
0: that last one? Pull pull, pot belly, pull pot <laughs>
1: belly Pig. My personal favorite. That's, that's that is one. a good one. I saved that one for last because I
0: thought that was kind of. We're sorry, George. We're destroying the show. All this fun here. we're having without you here.
1: But <laughs> oh. we will say George was actually in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, the Bay State. I'm not quite sure where he is, but he is uh, talking about Greek gods to school kids again. Are you tracking him? I forgot where no, he is. I think that's what he said. Uh, he didn't tell me where he was going. <laughs> I don't think he told us where he was going. Maybe he did, but I don't remember. Um, but I'm thinking, you know... Yeah. With all this, you know, all this um, blowback on quote-unquote woke culture, I'm, I'm wondering when, uh, because of their pagan gods, I'm wondering when uh, the conservatives are going to start banning uh, New York Times bestselling author and Seti Bimco part two, the oh. revenge co-host George O'Connor's graphic novels.
0: I'm sure it's happened. Oh my God, his sales, will go, his sales oh, yeah. will go through the roof. His sales will go through the roof. Yeah, <laughs> so I got. I, well, I think my I adapted Fahrenheit, and that that keeps selling since that book is about yeah. burning books. Yeah, so,
1: uh, I think I don't one wanna, of the is, is one of the or one of the cable channels or one of the streaming services. They're doing a remake of Fahrenheit four five, four, five one,
0: or they, they did it already. Okay, they did it. I think HBO did it, and I just I never did see it. Yeah, they, and now everybody's taking their streaming stuff down. Like I don't know if you've seen the news, but no, I don't watch. You watch think? Any. Oh, I don't. No, I didn't. If if you're like, oh, I didn't watch the last season of Game of Thrones, I'll watch it. And HBO is taking it off. It's like there's a time limit now, which we always thought. Well, we was subscribed to HBO. All the yeah, shows it would in, there. be in and,
1: perpetu. Uh, per- per- to- what is it? Imperpetually. Per- per- whatever. <laughs> I can't even speak. <laughs> Petunias. Petunias. <laughs> in petunias, it'd be in petunias for the rest of you know for the rest of human history, really. So they've cut it. You know, I've never Our seen side. an episode of Game of Thrones, so I guess I'm never going to. I guess is what you're saying.
0: Well, you can rent it. I'm oh sure. yeah, the, yeah, more money for you. Know, rent it or buy it from HBO. Petunia, that's what that's what that couple calls their cat Kitler when they go to the vet. Yes, okay. exactly. Petunia, Petunia. I, you the, know the vet's like. It doesn't respond to this name. What's going on? Yeah, it's like,
1: I never know. Really? You think it looks like? I never noticed that before, Dr. Schwartz.
0: (laughs) We have a... uh, Oh, at at the bottom of this episode, as we say, we're going to watch... We watched and we're going to talk about an Erwin Allen pilot that was never made. It's very short, called The Man from the 25th Century. Yeah. Well, it was made, but it was never picked up. Yeah. I don't know if it was ever shown on TV. You know, I missing, don't like, know. A theme song. Yeah, I
1: don't see, like, well, there's that annoying high pitch, whatever, yeah. you know, that your Mussolini Mastiff or your Joseph Stahl and Springer Spaniel would probably respond to, you know. <laughs> but uh, I don't know about really? your whole pot-bellied but, pig. I don't know how pot-bell- pot-bellied pigs uh, react to high-pitched sounds, but... Yeah, I don't. There's not a lot to talk about. So if you have anything that happened, no, to you, this not would, really. Happened uh, with you? No, just you know. No. I mean, you know, as we always okay. tell our listening audience, you know, we we record these several weeks in advance. Just uh, you know, Easter out at mom's. Lots of ham. Okay. an yeah. right. Easter egg hunt? No. Do do you know how do, do you know? know how much a dozen the eggs cost <laughs> these days? No, we did not have an Easter yeah. egg
0: hunt. Well, they're plastic now. They, they, think they did plastic when I was a kid. Just they had a pry a chocolate thing. Oh
1: yeah, I guess they did. See, I, I don't know where mm. I my Catholic school. I mean, we never we didn't have time for Easter egg hunts. We were too busy, you know, having to, you know, being guilted into the fact that Jesus got crucified and rose from the dead, you know. But I I will say I do remember go we'd go to Binghamton. That would be like our we go to Binghamton for Easter every year to see Aunt Um, Ann.
0: Oh, and I... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will say, you reminded me, because we have time. I think back how weird Catholic school was. In fifth grade or fourth grade, they actually took us on a field trip in Catholic school, John. Oh, my gosh. And you'll never guess what this field trip was for. I mean... uh, we went to a, ch- a little church that was out in the country. It was hour drive. I don't yeah, remember because you was. weren't getting
1: enough church and Catholic school, so they had to take <laughs> you to
0: another one. Okay, I'm. Um, yep, yep. And, and you want to know why we went there? I mean, you're not going to guess. So I'm not going to make. Did you guess, the Virgin Mary appear? You're close. Am I really? Oh, yeah. okay. It was a little church with uh, Jesus on the cross was in there, and people were seeing blood come down you know Oh, of the stigmata. oh
1: wow. did, yes. did you notice did you see
0: it Nope. but we were supposed to go. we sat and prayed and we're like see if you see anything and and i i was like no i, I yeah, don't yeah and do then that. they yell you tim i really want tim- to
1: timothy hamilton you're going to burn in hell <laughs> if you so they're keeping oh. track if you saw the blood you're going to go to heaven if you didn't see the blood you're going to burn in hell how weird is that? Very weird. That's how weird that That's is. is. Well, you know, going weird to Catholic thing. school, I mean, you think about, it, wow, that was weird. But then if you kind of go back and go back to your mindset as a
0: Catholic school kid, it's like, well, no, actually, no, it wasn't so weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they when they just said when they said to us. So if you want to be altar boys, follow father, whoever, over to the church. He's going to teach you how to be an altar boy if you want to be. Yeah, teach, and I remember, teach you to be an altar boy. What was that code for? <laughs> Everybody got up except me and the girls because I was like, I don't want to do that. I was very shy. Like, yeah. I don't want to stand in front of the stage. And right, I said, yeah. if you want to be. right, And I didn't go. And then they came and said to me, no, actually, it's not a choice. So go. <sighs> it was never. <laughs> it, it was never yes. a choice. Again, last week. <laughs> Or, yeah, I think it was last week
1: or maybe the week before I was talking about people, you know, about if you're thinking about if you're thinking about converting to Catholicism, don't bother right? <laughs> because <laughs> nothing is a choice. No, nothing's a choice. <laughs> there is no such thing. There is no such thing as <laughs> choice. You do it or you burn in hell. You don't eat meat on Friday or you burn in hell. You don't go to the Vena or you burn in hell. But I can remember I, remember I can remember uh, being an altar boy, oh my God, I'd hate it so much. I they had know. a 645 mass from Monday to Saturday. Ooh, and man. like once every six to eight weeks, you would get assigned yeah, the 645 mass. And it was like a two and a half mile drive from our house, which doesn't sound like mm-hmm. a lot, but back then it was kind of, you know, mm-hmm. especially getting up, you know, having to be there by 645 in the morning, 20 degrees out. Yeah. And it would be like, and then you get either like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So then like, you know, then you'd be up and be, my mother would be like, okay, I'm leaving you here because then you just go to school. The mass was only mm-hmm. like 15 minutes long, but then like, you'd be <laughs> like, just stay in Socrates for two hours and you know we'll get you you know you just go to was, school and then was, but then sometimes you get they decide as i said they'd assign you three days in a row every six to eight weeks but then sometimes you get thursday friday and saturday and it'd be like man saturday really i'm gonna miss yeah. cartoons <laughs> you know and of course Those masses yeah my mom would be like okay i'm dropping off here you
0: can stay Saturday. i'm gonna go back to bed i'll get up when i get up they were only 15 minutes or 20 minutes long because those masses were just full of old people who were like, OK, yeah, I need to stay awake for 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Right.
1: <laughs> it went much longer. I'm alive. I'm,
0: I'm, lo- I'm still alive. <laughs> Both feet at the ground. Let me go. Thank Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I showed up a little early because I was like a worried person. Like, I got to be ready if I got to do yeah. this. So I'd be a little early and the priest. He'd come in. 30 seconds before he was supposed to go on. He was like, oh, I'm here. I just woke up. Let me throw on this robe. Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> meant to say?
1: <laughs> Which translates to, "Ugh, I'm
0: hungover. Let me. Yes. That's what they said about our priest for a while. Yeah. But I guess he yeah. had he had um, Parkinson's, early Parkinson's. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. I don't know. Who, who knows what the truth is? You know, there is, again, you never knew the truth either. I want to tell you something. I will if I can tell this story, I'm not, first of all, not making fun of anyone's accent. Oh, sure you are. Not upset. Not upset with what happened. But I go to a place often Fridays. I order a pizza that's made in a nice brick oven for Jean and I. And if she's not home yet, I have a drink at the bar and I'm waiting for the pizza. I know the people. Uh, through the pandemic, they've lost their main bartenders here and there. Mm-hmm. So right now there's a woman. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't even say woman she is spanish i'm fine if they're hiring her she's learning her english that's i'm not upset about that at all right i'm only upset that she's trying to be too nice to me and she's often like you want me to turn on this the tv so you can watch the sports i'm like i don't mind i don't watch sports i don't know what's on i don't know do you want to turn it on what kind of ball is (laughs) that i don't know i know (laughs) i think it's baseball maybe it's basketball i'm not sure and she tries to talk to me and i'm like i'm again, I don't mind if she's learning English, yeah. but the other the last time she said, do you have keys? And I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'm understanding you. I'm like, well, I have keys. And she goes, Oh, you have keys. How many keys? I'm like oh, kids. And I, so I take the keys on my pocket. I'm like, well, I have keys. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. Yeah. she goes, no, no children. Do You have children. I'm like, no, no children. Then she goes, no, why not? And I'm like, oh. that's, kind of a just, that's kind of a personal question.
1: Yeah, then you get then like, you get into the balance beam accident in high school during <laughs> gymnastics. You know that's not really into your business, L- lady. I
0: know. I want to have a beer? Yeah, just she's, she's, have she's just beer. trying. She's trying to be a friendly. She's trying to be a, bartender a friendly she's bartender. Young. She's
1: trying to be courteous to the. Yes, oh, she's 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 trying to. I give her a couple months. She won't be speaking to you in a while. She'll be so. Over, <laughs> she'll be so over that job. She'll be like, "What? What do you want? Are you going to you know, no. show me your keys again? <laughs> is she going to wish... start calling you El Hombre de Huevo? <laughs>
0: I don't know what that means. I'm so Egg bad man. at my Spanish. <laughs> oh, good one. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not making fun of her accent. You know, I just didn't
1: know. No, you're not making fun of know. anything.
0: It was just a, um, it was a communication oh. um it was misinterpretation, whatever you want to call it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They'll get a new bar- main bartender again. I, I can't ask her for a mixed drink. I, you know, she'll just call over as somebody else. So I don't, I just have a beer. Oh, Not beer. that I need a mixed drink. But. some days you need a mixed drink. So, should we get to this show that's very short? Yes. Although we can fill up the time. We can. We can talk about Erwin Allen because he he made. I'm, I don't mean to be unkind, but he didn't make good. He did not make good stuff. When, once you're past the age of eleven, because I saw Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, which he made, mm-hmm. When you're a kid, you're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. There's toy submarines. You can tell they're toys, but it's pretty bad. Once you're like twelve, I was like, oh, Star Trek is good. Lost in Space is a, a kids show, right? Yeah. If you, Which he also made lost.
1: Yeah, do you know Lost in Space? Lost in Space was set in 1985. I think I remember that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about it. I mean, Kennedy is an, argu- an inauguration, so they're going to put a man on the moon at the end of the decade. So you had, like, right. in a year, John Glenn orbit the Earth, and then you started having all these rockets going up. And within eight years, they were on the moon. And I guess they thought, well, at this rate, at this
0: pace, yeah. you know, we'll be on in Mars. and We'll be to Mars in, like, another 15 years or so. Well, we should say Lost in Space came on in 1966, was it? I forget. Uh, Somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. 66, 67, somewhere around there, yeah. CBS turned down Star Trek and said, we'll buy Lost in Space. So big, Hmm. big mistake. Big mistake. He also had a show called Land of the Giants where people landed on a a world where it was like Earth, but everyone was a giant. I remember that.
1: The one I did not remember was the Time Tunnel. I I I didn't remember that show. Cancel it after one season. Maybe that's why. Although the guy, apparently uh, James Darren, who plays the protagonist in this, Mm -hmm. in this pilot, actually played in the
0: time tunnel, if I did my research correctly. I think so. Because he would save money. He, yeah, he'd use the same alien costume from uh, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea and Lost in Space or whatever. And I wish George were here because... Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea was so silly. that There was an episode where uh, some of the uh, crew members turned into werewolves. I, I found that in my research. Uh,
1: I know. I know. I was thinking about that because you were talking about how I was picking all these, like... And I only picked one movie with a mass murderer. I mean, I suppose The Spawn <laughs> of Satan kind of was a mass murderer. Two. But... It wasn't... Crosby, he was the weed, the weed killer. Yeah, okay, I guess so, yeah. (laughs) But um but they
0: were asking for it, those people. But um And it was a killer clown and sort of law and Voyage to the Bottom, because I remember that's the only thing I remember as a kid. It it scared me. That was played by um the guy who played Dr. Loveless, his name was um I wrote it down. Oh, Michael Dunn. He he played the villain in Wild West. He was a little person. Oh, he played okay. Dr. Loveless, if you remember. He was on Star Trek once. He was on Comanza. Okay. okay. So uh, anyway, so uh, let me give a quick, very easy synopsis for what this show is going to be. Some aliens with big heads on a planet that was 500 years more advanced than Earth. Well, let's, let's do
1: look, the wow. title. The title of it
0: is... A man from the 25th century there we go i don't know maybe you said it already. i don't remember but just yeah. in case you didn't i wanted to okay it's about a man who, who was kidnapped in the when he was a child by aliens from a planet that's 500 years more advanced than earth thus i guess technically the 25th century yeah. they train him in telepathy and how to fight and they're going to send him to earth to uh infiltrate earth's defenses so they can invade earth i guess yeah that's all we know there's not much more details to it he's gonna inf- infiltrate project delphi mm-hmm. yeah with his radar umbrella his name is tomo on the planet or robert prentice on earth
1: right Do they ever refer to him as tomo i don't recall them
0: referring to him as tomo
1: i, I don't recall any in the beginning oh did they realize? maybe this- i
0: missed it John Crawford plays Bonty mm-hmm. as one of the many. It's all men, men with giant heads. Men and with are, giant heads. Testing, That's right. Testing him at the beginning. His telepathy powers, his powers to fight. Uh, and they're worried he still has human emotions uh, or human sympathies, which they don't want him to have. And this, this, this pilot was 18 minutes. Right. And again, I thought George would be here and we'd have lots to talk about. But I have something to say right away, because th- these people with giant heads are right here in the beginning. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw the original Star Trek pilot. They had aliens with big heads.
1: Oh, is that the one without Shatner? Yes. yes. They use it later on. I have. I, I, have I've, I don't know if I've seen the whole episode. I've seen big
0: chunks of it. Yes. These guys are similar. Giant heads. Okay. And J- John, their, their heads were so big. So How big start. were they? I got my joke already. Get it out of the way. <laughs> they have a, their heads are so big, they have a hat size called the Fatty Arbuckle. Ah! Uh, but <laughs> a bunch. Um, <laughs> buncle. A fatty Arbuckle. B- fatty Arbuckle. Their heads are so big that dandruff can't escape their gravitational pull. Ah! Uh. <laughs> uh, their heads are so big that the leader's name is Bonti. Uh, the ice at the very northern point of Bonti's head is called permafrost. <laughs> there you go. That's all I got for these big
1: <laughs> Well, this episode really didn't give you a lot to work with. I mean, as you said, it's only like, I don't even think it is 17 minutes, like 16 minutes and 23 yeah. seconds. And I don't know. I thought with, commer- like, with commercials, I thought it would have been about 23 minutes. So with the theme song and commercials, it might have been a half hour. I don't. There would have been a lot of commercials, though. <laughs> um, so I don't know, like... Because like normally, like a half hour sitcom is like twenty one to twenty three minutes, I believe, if you factor in the yeah. opening montage and the. And I don't know if the extra so they, five, I don't know if the extra five to seven minutes might have made a difference.
0: <laughs> it might have gotten picked up, but the, so we did mention that it did not get picked up, did we? Nope, nope. They uh, opens with the training, and uh, his telepathy is not up to snuff, and they, they kill the person who did the telepathy training. Right, another big head guy and he gets mad and they're like this is none of your business right you're you're showing too much human emotion or something like yes uh but they're like but we have no more time it's uh he may not be perfect but we got to send him and they put him in the same spaceship from lost in space because erwin allen saved money i I, I read some interviews with actors they're like yeah (laughs) shows could have been okay could have been better but he just wanted to save money, to get his. Yeah, I wonder how he pulled. I wonder how me. he
1: pulled off the Towering Inferno because that was actually like that got nominated for a yeah. few Oscars. I think it was Fred Astaire's uh-huh. only Oscar nomination. I remember seeing that as a kid, and that was like that was pretty high production value. But I don't know. Maybe
0: all that money he saved, he just put it all into. Well. well, that was Hollywood. He 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 lost. He he couldn't make shows in the '70s, and he went to Hollywood and made. Poseidon Adventure and uh, Towering Inferno. Yeah, we were it didn't win an Oscar, did it? It just got nominated.
1: It might have won.
0: Uh, it might have won for like visual effects or something like that. As a child, I liked Poseidon Adventure, but I remember being pretty bored with uh, Towering Inferno. I don't. He he thought that you needed all this drama about like with husbands and wives and like the husband and wife had to go go off and save the day. And I read, I read that he was really surprised at star Wars. He was like, what that's popular. But he he couldn't see what people liked in star Wars. So he was, I don't know what he, you know, I don't know. Interested what his,
1: you know, I mean, I don't know if star Wars was a given though. I mean, I, th- no, you know, but, I mean, up at that point, what was Lucas's biggest film? It was American Graffiti. And then he comes, does a total 180, and brings in Star so, I mean, that could have really gone either way. Um, I guess. It, you know, I, guess. I mean, nobody... It's
0: like with anything in Hollywood. You don't know till you put it out there. And speaking of Star Wars, when I mentioned that the Osmonds are the second biggest villain of the 20th century, I sent... I can't send them to you. You're not on Instagram. I sent George... Uh, a little film because the osmond show did a parody a musical parody of star wars
1: oh i don't recall that oh it's so terrible
0: you can look look it up up. you want to guess who played obi-wan in the don't look it don't look just give me a guess i see you looking to type
1: no no no
0: no (laughs) i'm thinking no let me think who played obi-wan in the 70s uh, paul lind oh he was in it but he he did not play him (laughs) he he like played the whoever was taking orders from Darth Vader one of those guys oh okay No, it was red fox oh my god <laughs> what and chris, chris chris christopherson as han solo oh that i could say look look it up later yeah oh it it's uh, uh it's, it's terrible oh well they just I'm, used
1: yeah. <laughs> so i mean the guys you didn't have to tell me
0: that i mean you know that goes without saying so robert Apprentice, this man who's sent to Earth drives a car out of his spaceship, and he seems to drive right to Project Delphi. Uh, they they leave a lot out of this plot. He's going right. to this project. That he wants to invade, and on his radio, Project Delphi says, "We're going to take care of your uh, control. Of your car, right. let go of the get stereo. your hand out the wheel." And he
1: doesn't take it off right away, and then no. he finally does it. He looks like he's going to be heading right into the mountain, and the mountain opens
0: up. Yeah, just he, like Batman, just like he drives right into the Batman. mountain. And they're expecting him because I guess he's impersonating someone. They don't explain that, but I guess he's impersonating someone right. who should be at Project Alpha. Right. And they're showing... It's General Atwood.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're showing him the... Re- like, General Atwood. Kind of like the, the reactor. He just kind of wanders off, you know, until <laughs> finally... Well, wait.
0: They do explain that it's a project that will shield Earth from outer space attack. So they seem to know. Right. There's aliens. I don't know. Yeah. There's color-coded levels. Pink, blue, red. I mean, Amber level, where
1: the children get lost. They didn't ask. They didn't ask for any identification <laughs> from him. They just took him yeah. at his word that he was who he was supposed to be. I'm like, okay, all
0: right. They said this goes one mile deep to the center of the earth, and I was like, hmm, a really? mile? <laughs> a mile? There's a lot of weird science. There, yeah, well, or lack of. There you go. Lack of science. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he runs. He runs off, like you said. Tries to kill a guard, but he's too human and he can't yeah he's gonna throw him in the little reactor thingy and he just doesn't uh then he fights some other guards uh and every time they fall against the walls the, like explosions happen i don't know if noticed that. the computer they're very sensitive computers
1: they really <laughs> should they really should get somebody in and fix those things because it's like you just like bang up against them and they blow up it's like ooh, that can't be yeah. that can't be good you think somebody would have seen that coming
0: yeah uh it was um i forget this is only ten minutes but he for, he does he fight two more guards and things he fights two more and that's, guards that's awesome.
1: and uh yeah don't they do they ever and they, ask him who he is like, and they well they capture him don't they? they capture him and they take him to wherever exactly. like the
0: control room is and, and the aliens are watching and they're like uh-oh, we're going to have to send a, door, a death force to Earth. Right. right. And I'm like, death force? Why didn't you do that in the first place? What's right, on? exactly. Why did you send this guy, <laughs> who apparently doesn't even know
1: what he's doing, you know, advanced by 500 years, my ass. You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Come on. You didn't have this figured out already? So they, kind so they of, do send a spaceship. Right, and you know, they kind hope. of send a warning shot, and it blows up a little settlement with a gas station. I think that's what that's they That's my called. question.
0: Yeah. They, they said a, a, there's a gas there's station settlement up there. Oh, my God. i like, people are living <laughs> in the gas station? I mean, what? Is that what they used to call those?
1: I don't know. Maybe. Maybe the settlement rose <laughs> up around the gas station in the middle of the desert. I don't know. It was the 60s. Maybe hippies were living there. Uh, d- d- dirty flower <laughs> child hippies. Yeah. Dirty hippies. Dirty hippies. <laughs> dirty hippies. They deserved it. That was Erwin Ir- Allen's way of saying, we're not going to get the science right, and we hate dirty hippies. <laughs> they made the gas out of garbage. Yeah, out of pig urine. The grease from the McDonald's French fries. <laughs> Something they heard about from uh, from England. You know, they're, they're operating vehicles with pig urine over in the U.K. Just be careful. It's highly flammable. Yeah. Not as flammable <laughs> as the computers that they've put into that top secret project, Delphi, but
0: pretty flammable. And General Atwood, he's panicking. He's screaming everything. He's like, You see that? They blew up a gas station settlement. Yeah. Like every line he was screaming. He, was screaming. he did not do well under pressure. No <laughs> wonder they didn't
1: send him to Vietnam. <laughs> he just can't handle any stress. How he got no. to be a general, he must have, like, Married someone or was a nepo baby? I don't know how he got to he be. Ge- how he got to be general? He some, Maybe he tested he well. Some, Maybe he tested well at West Point. I don't know. He had some bone spurs.
0: There, oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so at this point, Tomo or Robert, he's kind of like conflicted because he does have some human emotions, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's guess. telling everybody. They're coming. They're going to attack. They've reversed the radar waves, which will allow them to blow up the station. (laughs) Like I said, a lot of lack of science going on. (laughs) Yeah. And he does use something to turn off their their reversed radar waves. We don't know what it is. We don't know
1: what it is. Had they run a second episode, maybe they would (laughs) have gotten into that. And or then, maybe that's why it didn't they, get picked up. They're like, okay, so explain this. How did he reverse their radar? Whereas and everyone now is like, oh, I don't know. They're like, well, buddy, you know, way. if you're gonna make if you want to pick this up as a series, you gotta answer these questions. You don't have answers for them.
0: So maybe that's why it didn't get picked up. Whole other, yeah, a whole episode could be dedicated to that. So then they send a duplicate Tomo, who is is he a machine? He exists only to destroy he's got no emotions, and again, why didn't you send him in the first place? Right. they just teleport him there. right right <laughs> so he fights his double and uh, machines blow up every time they fall against them <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry this this uh, the, you know you know I sent an email to to both of you. I was like, I like to pick movies that are vacuous so we can fill them up with our. Our thoughts and this is so vacuous. Yeah,
1: it's. I don't even, I don't I don't even know. I don't even
0: know what to think. You know, it's like need to fill it up with a milkshake, something like that. <laughs> a shamrock shake. Ooh, a shamrock shake. Do you like those? No. Did you ever like those? No. 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 Neither. I never liked them. <laughs> I was
1: never really don't big what... on McDonald's as a kid. Even not even as a kid. My mother didn't serve us stuff like that. Uh,
0: well, I'd like to go there if I if I got to go.
1: I do like like if you know I always if I'm going to go, I'll like do the like I'll do an egg McMuffin and a hash brown and a cup of coffee. Like if I'm going out if I'm going I'm on there, like if I've left early in the morning and didn't really feel like no. eating, you know, early in the morning, and then I get down the road a little ways and I'll see a McDonald's and I'll go in and get just, some breakfast. But beyond that, no, I don't really do McDonald's or anything
0: like that. Well, just to be just to be geopolitical for a moment. Okay. Am I wrong that when I was a kid, McDonald's was manned by mostly teenagers? There might be an older teenager there who went to college and was on break, and he was the manager. Yeah, and that, and that was who was in charge of McDonald's. Now you're over 20 years old;
1: you can't play on the playland.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So I would be sent there by my mom when she was very old. She, she like got it. She loved their coffee, and she's like, "Will you go to McDonald's and get me a coffee?" Because I don't eat at McDonald's. I haven't been in a McDonald's in like right. 30 years. I've been been in one, but I don't eat there. Right. So I went and got her a coffee. And I'm not being mean, but there were older people there who looked like you successfully got off crack. Right. You got a job. Right. I'm not being mean. No, you're just anything stating anything. like, no, and this and is. I'm like, is that what I'm seeing now? Right.
1: Well, and. I'm like adult. And that brings up like, I kind of feel like, and I'm all about like. The seventeen dollar minimum wage. I think that should be federal because yeah. down in North Carolina, it's still seven twenty five an hour down there. In a lot of those southern states, sure. so but yeah, you know people the, are like, you know people like they. I always felt like they kind of singled out McDonald's for that. It's like yeah, but McDonald's wasn't supposed to be no. the place where the main breadwinner earned their living. Yeah. Um. You know, it was meant to be like your school job, but I don't even know if kids get school jobs
0: anymore. Well, like they do, but, uh, but McDonald's seems to have adults that need yeah, jobs. Yeah, right, yeah. You, know, so, you worked at Pizza Hut, right? I worked
1: at Pizza Hut, yeah. But you, could, you had to be 18 to work there. Oh, okay. It's because of, the, because of the, like the machinery, like the dough hooks and the slicers and everything, and um, the ovens, mm-hmm. and you also – also they served alcohol.
0: So you, had, right. so you had to be 18 to work at Pizza Hut. You couldn't be Because you told me you weren't happy with the people that came in five minutes before closing. And oh, God, I hated them. they mess up the salad bar. I, I won't say what you told me, but... No, don't. don't. <laughs> I had a lot of fun in that job. Of course, I was hot at the up. time, but no, I had a lot of fun in that job. I know someone. I knew someone who used to live in Florida, and he lived in an area where celebrities went a lot. And he said he was at a burger joint, and Buddy Hackett came in. I, Buddy I, Hackett ordered, you know this story? No, but I believe it. Oh, oh. He ordered a hamburger mm-hmm. with fries, and the man said, sorry, we, it's, you just came in, we closed the kitchen, and, uh, you know, we're done. And Buddy Hackett was, like, very mean. He's dead, right? Yeah. His family can't sue me. Yeah. He was like, I don't care. You start, start off the grill, you make me a hamburger, or I'm going to, I don't know what he said. But yeah, I'm going to get you he fired. fired. He bullied the guy. Yeah. The guy started up the uh, grill Made him a hamburger Gave him the hamburger and fries Buddy Hackett put his cigarette Out in the hamburger and walked out So there's your celebrity story mm. that, that could could or could not be true Don't sue me, family of Buddy Hackett If there is a family <laughs> It's Buddy, I'm afraid he'll come up He's going to rise from the grave And yeah. choke me out Yeah,
1: <laughs> the spirit of Buddy Hackett <laughs> Yeah, you just think, you know, it's like Ben Crosby allegedly beating his kids. You know, you just never know. What's his most famous movie? Just uh, It's a Mad, uh, Mad, like, Mad, Mad World. I remember he was in that. That's his most famous movie? I world. mean, it's the one that, I don't know if it's his most famous movie, but it's the one that comes to my head. It was always, he I was more like a Vegas ben. performer. He'd be like on Carson. he liked like do talk shows. He was more of kind of like a stand-up as opposed to uh we probably I did can't imagine see. his stand-up I guess. Apparently my Uncle Tim went to see his stand-up once And at one point he took off all his clothes Whoa Yeah, I don't know All of them? All of did them Did he wear big whitey tidies? All, all of the them people, All of them All <laughs> of them So I don't know if he had an alcohol problem If he was blasted out of his mind just took all his clothes off on stage that night he didn't even pull the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Didn't even, do, no, didn't even them. put a sock on it. That's what my Uncle Tim told me. Again, my Uncle Tim is no longer with us either. Mm. And uh, so I can't, you know, I can't. But I do remember Uncle Tim saying,
0: yeah, we went out to Vegas and we saw a I hike. How damn, he was butt naked? No. He, he probably, his act was probably about having a cat named Kitler, and he'd have to make up a fake name when he took it to the vet. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> so, so there's... A, trying to find things to talk about cuz this this show ends with him fighting his evil duplicate he defeats him wow did did he did he disappear or did he blow up how did he defeat his double uh, you know i'm not he sure destroyed. maybe they left
1: that open because maybe the double was going to be part of the continuing
0: storyline i think he hugged him to death
1: maybe Let's that's that. what he it hugged was. him to death
0: maybe that's <laughs> what it was him to death. <laughs> or he escaped he escaped and adap- adopted a cat named Kittler. Yeah. <laughs> so it ended, and uh, basically, I guess the show was Tomo. There, you know, he he was a traitor to the people on the planet with the big heads, and was going to help Earth. Right. It's all itself against No, it's animals. only just begun.
1: It had only just begun. Yep, but it didn't. That was <laughs> that was actually the end. That I, a, ironically, a, that, was that was it. it. <laughs> Until "Sunny Bimco Part 2, The Revenge came along.
0: Wherever you are, wherever you're hiding, I'll find you. I'll get you. I'll I'll get you. Revenge. I'll get you. Revenge. 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 One of us will die. One of us will die. I will die. not, I will one not will let Sunny take oh, my place. Yes. I will have my Revenge. revenge.
1: revenge. Let's do, uh, let's do who would, what was it? Who would take over the world? Was that the,
0: yes, we're going to, we're going to both, we're going to, we're going to workshop that who would quietly take over the world. Well, not, not general Atwood. He shouts about everything. Yeah. I'm going to say the uh, guard
1: that he knocks out in the beginning and is going to throw into the reactor, but in the last minute doesn't. Right. And (laughs) well, because you said quietly and nobody's going to suspect him because he's just a guard. Right. And he has slowly been, you know, gathering information, sensitive government documents. Oh, does he still Tomo's little machine that mysteriously saved them, maybe? Yeah, maybe. And then, you know, okay. so then he, you know, is while while they're all concentrated on the aliens with the big heads, he is slowly going out, much like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Going out <laughs> among the people, getting all these followers and building up an army.
0: Oh, he, he goes to all the gas station settlements. Well, and the maybe, maybe not, because the... yes, <laughs> that's
1: also in my revenge sequel.
0: But yeah. There
1: could be two spin-offs on this involving the because you kinda have to yes. string the spin-offs together.
0: No, you don't have to.
1: Yeah, in this case we will. <laughs> it's like Oscar Goldman on the six million dollar man and the bionic woman right that, that Richard enjoyed. Anderson must have been making a pretty good paycheck back in the 70s because he was on every episode he was like on oh, yeah. two two nights a week yeah he was probably never paid so. him for the bionic woman <laughs> 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 like you didn't read the fine print on your contract didn't you, <laughs> you, you that, was my, that was my favorite show the six million dollar man the woman I was I had a crush on her I think anyway. she won an Emmy for that if I'm not
0: mistaken well yeah it's it's probably terrible if I look at it now, but how does he take over the world? Uh, he yeah, he's he raising he's these? going
1: around from town to town raising
0: the army, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, with with this object he stole. With from this object Tomo. he stole from Tom, yeah, or Robert or whatever we're calling him. Maybe he joins up with his double and Kittler. Yes, and uh, okay,
1: and then see, and then sometimes like because he's the double. Like when the actual Tomo slash Robert is out doing whatever he's got to do, he actually mm-hmm. comes back to infiltrate the generals and all that. And they're like, "Wait a second, you're not Tomo. You're that you're you're, you're that <laughs> pesky double, aren't you, Dag Nabbit?" <laughs> that could be the catchphrase on that could be the catchphrase on the spinoff <laughs> sequel. You're that pesky body double, Dag Nabbit. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. This 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 one is is a comedy, just like Lou Grant became serious. This right, one. This a becomes a comedy, but it's not funny. Because Erwin you know, <laughs> Allen did it. <laughs> Never did a comedy. He also did uh The Return of Captain Nemo. And I was like, this would be great to watch, but then I looked at it and it's a mini-series and it's three hours. Oh Jesus.
1: I, I, you know, I was thinking about that. I, you know, if it, one day I think George is going to pick like a three hour movie. It'll be like, George, no. And George is going to want to go scene by scene by scene. It'll be like, no. It'll be like a three part. He George to Part 2, The Revenge. Hey, George, we gotta stop you right George. here And we'll be back next week With the with the third and final installment Of George O'Connor's
0: Miniseries George will get visited by Tomo's double yeah. Whose existence is only to destroy Well We filled up almost an hour yeah. So uh, who wants to tell their revenge movie sequel Oh is that so he takes over the world quietly Okay He's I don't like, know if we finished that Yeah I, I mean that was see. kind of a tough because it could be anyone And there really aren't a lot of characters
1: in it there's no women. There's no women. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He, well, he, uh, John in the in the seventies, he, he he creates pet rocks and he makes a million dollars and he quietly takes over the. World. He didn't know. He didn't realize it. There we go.
1: Isn't this like about that's, the sixth person we've we've <laughs> talked about that's created the pet rock. We need
0: to we need to find out which of these stories is true. Is all I'm saying. That's, That's our ad lib. That's our. Well, I'll move move on. Wasn't it the same year? What do you call those little birds that everybody bought that would drink the water? Oh, like the little
1: bobble in the glass. I
0: don't know what you call them. I don't know what you call them either. There is is a name for them. I'll look them up for next week. Yeah. Don't don't you start typing in them. You want to read your revenge sequel? (laughs) Yeah, mine's very short. Short Short-ish. Go ahead. Basically, my revenge
1: sequel involves... Not everybody at the gas station settlement was killed in the attack. There is one gentleman who is out there, and we'll name him Rodney. I didn't think to name him. And uh, so he's the survivor of the, he's he's like the lone survivor of the gas station settlement because he was out. He has a pickup truck with a winch on it that acts as like a tow truck you know, he's kind of mm-hmm. like the triple A guy and he comes out and he helps people and and he is so angry and so bitter and he wants revenge for his family and friends being wiped out. But he starts taking his pickup truck around and helping distressed motorists and you know he puts the he puts the you know the car the broken down cars on the winch and he drives them back. Even with like flat tires, and people are like, It's just a flat tire, can't you change it here? He's like, Nope, gotta take you back. Well, what he's doing is he's recruiting them for his secret army because oh. he is going to rise up against the aliens that kills
0: his friends and family. Gotcha. Does he, does he have a friendly dog named Gerbils?
1: No, he doesn't. He
0: doesn't. Okay. No, okay. no. And Fine.
1: if he did, he was killed in the explosion. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, so the... The big head guy who, like they said, failed in the training of Prentice and they allegedly killed him. Actually, he kind of wound up in something like the Phantom Zone and Superman. Anyway, he appears. And since he has the big head, um, this guy... Um, What did I name him? Barney? I think I named him Barney. Did I name him Roger? I can't remember. Rodney. 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 Rodney Rodney. names him Hedwig because of the big head. So Hedwig (laughs) helps him with you know, driving around with the pickup truck with a wench on it that acts like, you know, a tow truck and he's helping him and he's telling him about the aliens weaknesses. And they finally raise up the army and they go into battle to defeat the aliens. And the name of the movie is Hedwig and the angry winch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like your new musical theme. <laughs> You're doing <with> these stories. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, they don't break out in song, nice but that's song. an idea. We could we make, make it a musical. a musical.
0: We'll make it a musical. Ron Allen true. never made a musical. I'm sure they'd be good if he if he did. It'd suck. <laughs> He'd hire the people it'd, that wrote the music it'd, for it'd like it. Those, it'd be like one of those. it show like one of those box musicals.
1: <laughs> Not a good one either, because it would be like it would be like instead <laughs> of like you know like uh, the
0: Four Seasons or the Beatles or Donna Summer, it'd be like I don't know. Who wrote musicals in the '60s, late '60s? They, they quit by then. Gosh, they'd uh, all was given up. was uh, Leonard and Lowe, Was that? Were they? Uh, did, who,
1: did, who did I'd Cam? Try. Who did Camelot? Then? That was the early '60s. Do you know they're doing uh, a, they're doing a, I think it opens tonight, they're doing a revival of Camelot. Aaron Sorkin has written the book and taken all the magic out of it. Uh, so no, like, uh-huh. what? yeah, so okay. like Merlin's not a, a magician or a sorcerer and there's no enchanted forest. And I don't know how they're going to pull this off. But anyway, hmm. it's opening tonight This is a, on Broadway on Link- at Lincoln Center. Nice. Yeah. Well, That's I don't the, know. Like, we'll say. I mean, you take all the magic out of Camelot, what do you got? You know? It's like, so oh, let's remake some of Oz*, but she doesn't go to a magical land.
0: She just stays in Kansas. How good is that going to be? I don't know. <laughs> That's one of my scariest memories is, is, is uh, uh, Camelot. The sound of music. Because, you know, when I was a kid, like the first time... Like you know, your parent, my parents watched it every year. But right. the first time I was a kid, and I was like, okay, I'll watch this because most years I'm like, this looks boring. I'm going to read my Spider-Man comics. But they get to the end, you know, they the van traps get away, and the Nazis run to their cars, and their cars won't start, and the nuns are like, oh, well, I got the distributor cap or whatever they stole. Right. She says, Sister Mary, I have something to confess, and she she's got the distributor cap. I don't know what part right. she had. I don't I don't know right. the conference. So the Nazis cars don't start. And next scene is they're they're free in the, the hills. Right. And my dad, my dad or somebody at that moment said, Oh, but you know what they did to those nuns. And I'm like, Why? They, they I'm like What? See, they what cut
1: that they cut they cut that scene <laughs> out. I was gonna say, didn't they like get out their machine guns and just open fire on the convent? Yeah.
0: yeah probably, but yeah, when you're that, a kid with imagination, I'm like, what? Set that What's to they music. To, set that to music. Rogers <laughs> and Hammerstein. time. What song do you sing after that? <laughs> I kind of felt they probably tortured them before they killed them. Probably, I don't yeah. Anyway, fill in time here without George. My revenge sequel, and plus this was eighteen minutes. <laughs> eighteen minutes, we're talking. My revenge for the man from the twenty fifth century. Okay. Okay. After the man from the twenty fifth century is canceled, in my universe it ran for like thirty four seasons, and it's ma- and it's canceled, so it's made into a movie called. The woman from the 26th century, the revenge. Ooh. So, she's from the planet of giant spear, giant spearheads. That is. <laughs> okay, let me take a. Walk. Compose yourself. Compose spear, yourself. Spear. Spearheads. Compose yourself. That's it. Take a little sip. And. This is about a woman from the planet of giant spearheads. That is 600 years more advanced than Earth. Mm. Thus, 100 years more advanced than the planet that is 500 years more advanced than Earth the men from the big spearhead planet they don't name these planets who trained the man from the 25th century never listened to the women on their planet that's why you didn't see them they were always telepathically mansplaining how to appreciate the music on their planet they would telepathically mansplain how to appreciate bands like crosby stills nash and uranus emerson lake and uranus david bowie and the spiders from mars you thought I was gonna say Uranus. Right. <laughs> you thought I was uh, gonna say Uranus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, thus, all the females went off and created a new world called Giant Spearhead Planet. Their heads were twice as big as the heads of the, the heads of the men's planet. What? What are you gonna? So they're
1: so they're even more advanced than the five hundred year.
0: Yeah, Men, more but the best thing they
1: could come up with was a giant it's, spearhead planet yeah, they weren't very the creative planet. were they
0: <laughs> no <laughs> because their planet was 600 years more advanced than earth uh anyway I'm sorry did I mess you <laughs> up I didn't mean to that that's just,
1: okay that was just a
0: burning question for me like really that's the best you could do I know um, I, I meant to say thus their planet was 600 years more advanced than earth in this way, they would get revenge on the big, sphere-headed planet. They were happy on their new planet, listening to Space Pussy Riot, Pat Benastar, and Dolly Parton, without any big-headed mansplaining these, uh, these bands to them. Uh, they had a few men from the giant-headed planet on the woman planet. They were only used for creating clothes for drag shows, which were the most popular form of entertainment on the giant, sphere-headed female planet. Man, this is a tongue twister. Yeah. The, fee- the female planet doesn't want to let the big-headed men planet invade Earth and use its resources to become more powerful than the giant spear-headed female planet. And thus, they take a young girl from Earth from the year 1975 who was simply enjoying her new pet rocks. They take her to their planet, and they train her so that when she's an adult, she can read men's minds, and she's ten times stronger than common Earth females. She's she's sent to earth in 2020 to defeat and kill tomo the man from the 25th century but she sadly arrives in florida she tries to learn about the history of america wants to get books out of the library to do so but people keep telling her to stop being so woke maybe i should say 2022 then she asks where the nearest drag show is and uh uh, she gets arrested tries to fight the police off and use her telepathy and when she enters their mind of the people who are arresting her She hears all these theories about JFK Jr. coming back to life And the earth being flat But she also hears about a vaccine Which will cause men's testicles to shrink And she feels, that's a great vaccine to get a hold of Because I can use it against the planet of big-headed men <laughs> Thus, sadly That's the day she ran off with QAnon And the last anyone ever saw of her Was when she was spotted on the news wearing, a, Where she was holding a sign that said Biden was really a secret reptile From the planet of humongous reptile-headed men and that he never won the election, and she never completed her revenge mission. Oh. Thus, that's uh, yeah, the and- Oh, the man from the 25th century, meanwhile? He often annoyed women by mansplaining how ladies should, en- should enjoy Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, my and God. And was re- re- reportedly killed by Hillary Clinton. You're just pulling out all the greatest <laughs> tits, aren't you? Yes. Got my year wrong. She was sent to Earth in the year 2022 20, to defeat and kill Tomo, the man from the 25th century. There, now it's all great. It's all perfect. There you go. Now it's all, that ties it right up. There you go. Now I get it. Let me check. You can talk about whatever. I'm going to see if there's emails. No, I'm not going to interrupt that. you. Do we have any? Oh, no, I'm done. Oh. I'm done. That's that's oh. it. Oh, okay. That's it for my, my we, story. Do we I'll have any it...
1: emails this week?
0: I don't think we do. No, that's what a shock. <laughs> we are the podcast. <laughs> Listen, don't. Don't email us. We don't want to read these emails. Right.
1: Although we did get a five star rating on uh, good, uh, good, good pods, pods. Right. Yeah. From um, from Australia. With milk. Yep. Uh, what was I it? I enjoyed milk. Milk and milk. was it a Max? Yeah. Yeah. So I know I'm going to have to listen mm-hmm. to that because boy, I mean we're maybe two steps from milk the way you have been milking these <laughs> <pot> rocks and. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm gonna look up what those those birds are called. We'll okay, get some yeah. lava lamps. We'll do it, yeah. We'll we'll figure that out next week. What's a popular toy from 85? Uh Rubus Cube? That's so boring. Rubus uh, I never I never really got into that. No, I didn't want to get caught up in that. I was more of a hmm, You were more of a Teddy know. Ruxpin kind of guy, weren't you? Teddy sure? <laughs> Ruxpin, yes. <laughs> Which led, led, led to my beanie baby addiction yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah
1: were they supposed to be like i don't know like like the like worth gold like by now but yeah, yeah they're like not worth they probably aren't even did worth what anybody paid did for you them. know anybody that had those? oh didn't everybody in 1999 have them well
0: i didn't know anybody that collected them i maybe saw some well i meant did you know someone that had a problem
1: i lived in no- eastern north <laughs> carolina they, they they were easily influenced i guess yeah yeah I guess we'll say George probably collected them. He's not here. He probably, <laughs> he probably did. He probably what, did. What, what we don't see in the camera shot is at, next to the He-Man collection is his Beanie Baby collection. Yes. Now, they're all He-Man Beanie, Baby, He-Man Beanie Babies, but... <laughs> Why didn't they combine those? They should have.
0: So did you pick something for us? I did pick something for us. Are you ready? Maybe. Are you ready for <laughs> this? I hope it's more than... I hope it's 20 minutes long.
1: Um, it is actually a pilot. Okay. That's good. I like it. From, now it's on YouTube. They have it broken up into three different parts on YouTube, but you can follow it. It queues up. Okay. It's a British sitcom from 1990. And it centers on Adolf Hitler and Eva Braun, who live next door to a Jewish couple. (laughs) This is a no, the name of it is "Hail Honey, I'm Home." It is not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It aired. It aired on uh, September 30th, 1990. I'm going to send you the link. I'm not kidding about this. It's called "Hail Honey, I'm Home." And it's all about what would happen if, in 1938, Adolf Hitler and Eva Braun lived in this apartment building next door to a Jewish couple. Um, They wrote 11 scripts for it. They, They filmed eight episodes, but after the pilot aired in the UK, they were like, oh, no, 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 we can't. What? Ooh, we can't show this. And Okay. Another thing to look out for, they didn't use it in the pilot episode. It was a different opening montage, but they had created it. And it is on YouTube. From episode two on, there was like this animated opening montage, which is very reminiscent of like the Be- Bewitched opening montage. It's really, oh. really bizarre. I've only seen a few minutes of it. But it is really, really okay. bizarre. But I will even... Heil Honey, I'm home. I can't believe this is real. It is real. It's I just, real.
0: I hope they have a cat named Kitler at least. Uh,
1: I don't think they need it since they got the real thing. Yeah. Oh um, God. Let's see here. George is, uh, television George is going to be described as perhaps the world's most tasteless situation comedy.
0: all right (laughs) all right well there you go (laughs) wow is this a whole hour do you know um i think they're like i think it's like
1: it's not an hour it's not quite an hour i think it's like uh i think it's like a half hour to 40 minutes
0: Uh, so when those (laughs) geez (laughs) i don't just say i'm speechless wow I, i will say don't don't email this podcast it's the email is seti bimco the e at gmail.com you can follow us on uh, instagram it's uh, seti underscore no it's seti bimco was it seti underscore bimco yeah, i'm, not on, I'm not on instagram i have no clue you type it in we're off twitter twitter's falling apart as we speak uh, npr quit twitter yes oh, that's right i was upset that that um, they labeled NPR propaganda. So I wrote NPR an email Monday. I said, "Get off Twitter. Why are you still on Twitter? I love NPR." Right. Oh, so do I. And and they got off right. because true. of your email. I, because oh, of my email. Ari John. Shapiro
1: was in the newsroom down in Washington. <laughs> he said, "Hey guys, this this Tim Allen, he's got a good idea here. If you're listening, Ari, thank you, or Terry you Gross." Know. Or if you're any of you listening, listening. So
0: look us up on Instagram or send us an email. We would love to hear from you. I'd like to come on and do my bit about the people who owned a cat named Hitler. Yeah. Or we could talk about Pet Rocks, whatever, you know. They're at the vet and they're like, the, the name's the cat's name is Petunia. And yeah. the, the the history channel's on the background and they're talking about Hitler and his cat Kitler. And, and the cat's like, what? what? The vet's, The vet's like... He seems to respond to the name Hitler, And they're like, no, 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 no. no. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) What's going on, Dr. Rosenbaum? (laughs) They're like, we got to change the dogs. name. Goebbels was a bad idea for the dog. (laughs) Anyway, poor George when he hears this. Oh, I (laughs) know. He's going to be
1: like, oh, my God, they
0: need me so badly. We're done. We're done.
1: We were done with Hitler. Now you're you're,
0: you're making us watch Hitler
1: again. Uh, It just came up. I don't know why it came up. I brought up, like, oh. really stupid TV okay. pilots, and this we'll came see. up, and I was like, oh, this oh. ought to be.
0: We're done. We made it to an hour. There we go. Right, do temp- send us emails. Follow us on Instagram, and give us five stars on all the places you hear podcasts. Please. Because we're out there.
1: We are out there. Somewhere out there. All
0: right. Well, have a <laughs> good night, George. We really need and, we really need and, George back though, we? <laughs> George, come back.
1: But have a good night, John. Good night, Tim.
0: This has been a Pity Party Line production. Party line. It's
1: a party line. I think so the Joe answers Hitler. Uh, uh.